0: On the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racket Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zion's Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zion's Bank is for you. Ford. Ford build Ford Proud. Also by Stokes. Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. Welcome to Aggie Post Game. From the all-in-one Flooring America radio booth, here's Scott Girard. Fun one tonight. Utah State gets it done. They
1: knock off San Jose State 82-61, outscoring the Spartans 45-31. In the second frame, great Osabor will be our post-game guest. 31 points, nine, 13 of 19 from the free throw line, seven rebounds and two assists. Scott Gerard alongside J.C. Carroll. Fun one as the Aggies, again, moved to 19-2 and two on the season, 7-1 and one in Mountain West Conference play and get set for a battle against San Diego State on Saturday. But before we talk about that game, J.C., um, you know when you're the better team in a game you should win and you let the team kind of hang in there around stick around eventually you need to just kind of flex and show yeah we're the better team and that's what Utah State did.
2: Utah State absolutely did it tonight they they had a concentrated effort again to down into great let great go to work it made it hard for San Jose State because they really had no other recourse but to foul him yeah and uh great did a good job making enough free throws to to not have that work, and then he finishes with 30-plus with points. Uh, really good showing from him on
1: the offensive end. So great tonight with the 31 points. Um, close to his career high. He had 32 against Air Force, um, and uh, just a couple free throws away. But 13-19, you'll take it. In fact, he shot uh, 19 free throws. The Aggies as a team shot 23, as uh, Sacco had two. And Josh Adugia, too. Other than that, it was great awesome. We're living at the line tonight for the Aggies, who shot a remarkable 60% from the field.
2: Yeah, they're efficient, man. You know, people want to talk about, hey, we're not, they're not great outside shooters and that kind of thing. But when you're able to go generate high percentage shots and convert on them, you could beat anyone in the country. Yeah. So watching that, it was fun watching it from this close. Watch them how how efficient they were, how much they share, how well they shared the ball, and to finish with those numbers, you'll
1: take that every day. Myron Amy had a really good first half, but Utah State was able to slow him down in the second half.
2: Yeah, they really did. He kind of disappeared. You know, you and I were talking at at break that, and I mentioned, man, he's he's a heck of a player. All of a sudden, he starts missing layups. He starts uh, he's
1: shooting contested threes and and just kind of kind of disappeared from the game as it it wore on. Utah State out-rebounded uh, San Jose State tonight, 39-25. to Both teams with seven offensive rebounds. Turnovers were an issue in the first half. Aggies ended up with 14 turnovers. Um, San Jose State was able to get 15 points off of those turnovers. Uh, but overall, Utah State gets it done tonight. It wasn't pretty, and, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can learn in wins and losses, and I think the, I think the Aggie, you mentioned, there's going to be some uh, some hard conversations at film tomorrow.
2: Yeah, some of those unforced turnovers, those errors that uh, just want, make you want to pull your hair out. There were there were three or four of those passes. Um, maybe uh, it's just not paying attention to the details for some of those moments. And uh, um, but anyway, but they finished they finished well. Did a
1: lot of good things to to end the game and to be able to win. 82-61, the final. Your post-game show brought to you by Farm Bureau agent Brandon Jensen. Give him a holler right now. 435-752-4800. It's your future. Let's protect it. Take a break. We'll continue on with your post-game show next on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome on back. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. Final here in the spectrum. The Aggies get it done. They now move to 19-2 on the season with an 82-61 convincing victory down the stretch for um, the Aggies. And uh, now you get set for a showdown against San Diego State. Aztecs uh, down 7 to Colorado State right now with uh, 124 left to go in that game, 75-68. to So Colorado State who's three and four in Mount West, after getting off to that great start, they blow that 11-point lead with under a minute to go uh, to Wyoming. Wyoming ends up beating them in overtime. And just one of the, you know, you just asked, how does that happen? And I'm still trying to figure out how it happened. I knew the score of the game when I went back and watched it. I'm still like, "I I still can't figure out How this thing played out the way that it did but uh so wyoming's all of a sudden starting great play play really good basketball they they beat air force tonight 83 to 72 so moral of the story is you can lose to anybody on any given night and for a bit there in the first half it looked like san jose state was saying no we're ready to pull the upset in this one they hung in there
2: they really did they came in they they played with confidence early on they made shots early on and, uh, and Utah State, uh, they, you know, we say Utah State made the mistakes, but, but give San Jose State a little bit of credit that yeah. uh, they forced them into the, those mistakes. They forced them to, to do things that aren't habitual for them and, and uh, hung in there. But I think we talked at halftime that we figured Utah State would make some adjustments and then they would come out and uh, have a really good second half, and that's kind of what happened.
1: Danny Sprinkle set to join us here as Utah State gets the impressive victory tonight. Uh, final score in this one. 82 to 61. Scott Gerard, J.C. Carroll, and of course now the coach, Danny Sprinkle, and uh, coach. It was uh, you know I've uh, you know I- I've watched a few of your games this year. I've been on the sideline. I've seen you in action. This is probably as as a uh, as hard of coaching as I've watched you do in the course of the game. You were you were getting after these guys tonight.
3: Well, yeah, like we're just sloppy. We're casual. Yeah, like our turnovers, all 14 of them. Like, we – they were just sloppy plays. I mean, some of great – like, we have to clean that up if we want to continue to win. And we're lucky, you know, they didn't make threes like they usually did. Now, some of that was our defense. But we had some breakdowns, too, where we're leaving their shooters just open. And you can't do that, you know. And so, we dodged some bullets. You know, I I will give our guys credit. I thought our aggressiveness in the second half, getting the free throw line 17 times. And we actually started throwing the ball inside. Mm. You know, we had it in the first half, too, and our guards just weren't throwing the ball inside. Um, and we had, you know, open looks. You know, I needed this guy here to <laughs> shoot some of them. But we, uh, you know, proud of the way they they kind of came out in the second half with with a little bit of an edge. Yeah, we talked about at halftime. We we
2: figured that you guys would make some adjustments, come out, and have a really good second half. Uh, Great turnovers. Yeah, there were some that just were were just just goofy, unforced we had type four things. Four turnovers on outlets. Yeah, yeah. literally
3: yeah. just throwing the ball out of bounds
2: exactly we mentioned right. that that might not be a fun film session in the next uh the next day or so or or practice but um no. <laughs> um you know a couple of things that stood out to me were, one, you know, great got to the foul line. We were actually talking about uh, he was getting close to the school record and, and attempts, uh, made a good percentage of them. And then talk about your guards, and, and, you know, Darius ends up with a double-double with rebounds, uh, Mason up.
3: You know, how much does that help a team when the guards come and do that kind, kind of work? Huge, and we, we stressed that a lot the last two days because they're a three-point shooting team. So we knew, you know, usually they attempt like 28 a game. So we knew there would be some long rebounds if we were, if we were guarding the line. And our guards, they needed to, you know, they needed to gobble those up. And they did. You know, I thought even Mason, like when he got his, and when he gets, when he gets the defensive rebound and pushes it in transition, we play at a different speed. And uh, it got us going. We got a couple layups. And what we did was on some of those misses where great would rim run, and then that's the best time to throw it in the post. And so we got some of those early post touches and, and got to the free throw line.
1: You challenged a couple guys um, throughout the course of the game. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like guys respond? Because sometimes guys don't respond to hard coaching, whether it's practice, in-game, things like that. And it seemed like throughout the course of the game, guys responded well.
3: Yeah, no, they did. And, I mean, Grayton and Darius, I can coach them hard because I know I've coached them long enough, and I know they're going to respond. You know, I didn't like Ian's energy in the first 20 minutes at all. And he's too talented of a player to float like that and to be casual like that. I mean, if you're a dynamic wing like him and you're running up the lane twice and not looking for the basketball, I have a problem with that. Like, I expect him to be great, and I'm not going to let up on him because he's too talented, and that's my job. And we're going to show him that in film. Yeah, we saw that
2: specifically talking about, about yeah. him. Uh, we saw you get on him, and we did see him respond. He responded by making a couple good offensive plays, yeah. getting a good rebound. And then you went back and, and you told him about it, like, hey, that's what we expect. That's yep. what it is. And I think that's the mark of a good coach uh, that really understands his players. Um, I don't get a chance to talk to you much about your guys, but uh, as I sit and watch, you know, Darius, what are some of the intangibles that, that you really uh,
3: like that Darius brings to the team? He's, he's a steadying force for our team. You know, yep. like when he has the ball, everybody's comfortable, yep. you know, because they know he, he's a pass-first point guard. They know they're going to get shots when he has the ball, and they're just comfortable. Post guys know if they screen and roll, they're going to get it. If guards lift, they're going to get it. And so it's when you have somebody like that, everybody kind of does their job a little bit easier because right. everybody else is trying to score. But even on the defensive side, you know, I thought he got some some good steals in the second half. Uh, that that we're able to transition on and you know for him to have 10 rebounds and you know five assists is huge. I
1: watched uh, the two games last year against San Jose State. San Jose State won in San Jose and probably should have won here in Logan last year Um, and Cardenas just was so impressive to watch and watching Darius like you could tell that he was not used to that level of physicality because Darius was right up in him most of the game and really you know there were a couple times on that high pick and where he yeah. tried to drive and Darius would just stonewall him and he's like you yeah. know just watching him defensively is just so much fun to watch
3: it is you know and, and he's he's got such a strong upper body you yeah. know when he gets there, oh, he, yeah. he can handle that contact you know and it's we're gonna play against the guy Saturday Lamont Butler that does the exact same thing to people and so you know and that's that's what we're building for and that's that's why I get frustrated when we're casual yeah because if we go to to viejas on saturday and, and have and we're casual like that we have no chance you know you can't turn the ball over against you know opponents in the mountain west and, and be able to get away with it consistently
2: yeah coach what is kind of your uh you talk about terms a little bit you, know, you said you end up with 14 i think yeah which 10's our goal 10's the goal that was the question yeah yep. mm-hmm. so because i'm looking i'm going hey
3: i think 14 is actually is in the thing but the goal's 10 10 yeah In the times where we're like anywhere from between 9 and 11 yeah you we, win games. We, you, yeah, you win games because you have to get a shot on the basket. You got to make teams because usually when you turn it over, the other team's transitioning. Yeah. You know as well as anybody, even at the, at the highest level, if you miss a layup, the other team's transitioning and get a layup. Yep. You know, and we had a couple in the first half that were four point swings where we missed, literally wide open layups.
1: So look, I know you're in the middle of it. You're, you got a lot on your mind with the game and everything like that. But we just got to take a moment here. Your first game as a head coach was in this building. Yep. And your 100th win as a head coach is in this building. I didn't want to say anything to you at the coach's show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say did. anything in the pregame conversation. Uh, you were you're there at 99, but congratulations. What does that mean to you as Thank a head you. coach?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it means I had really good players and I have a really good staff. <laughs> yeah. Because like I told those guys, I I haven't made one shot. I haven't had an assist, a rebound, dove on the, nothing. You have, that's what great players do. Stu Morrill won a lot of games with this guy too, you yeah. know, and the better players you have, the the quicker I'll get to 200 with the better players I have. There you go. Hey, that's a really good answer. Yeah. That's a really
2: good answer, but as a guy sitting here, the coach has way more to do with that than just good players. Like As a player, I appreciate that answer, but uh, give credit where credit's due. Thank you. 100 wins is, is nothing to sneeze at. That's, it's hard to go out and win games. It's hard to win games in Mountain West. And uh, sometimes at Utah State and on good teams, we get, as fans, we get accustomed to, hey, we're yeah. just supposed to win. The amount of effort, time, film sessions, preparation that goes into each win. Um, so very
3: well-deserving. Congrats on 100 wins. That's awesome. I appreciate it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to win one game. Yeah. The prep and the time and the focus from the players, the staff, to win one game, it, it's a lot of hours.
1: You know, I've been a media member for a while, and that's the one thing that always surprised me is you guys and other staffs have been really kind to let me behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm always blown away by how much work, and how much prep goes into one yeah. singular game? It just—it just amazes me yep. the work you guys do behind the it, scenes. It's
3: amazing that people actually want to be coaches. I know, right? It's—it's crazy.
1: Well, yeah. Congratulations, coach! Appreciate and you. Uh, uh, we'll see you in San Diego. Should be a fun one down there. You bet. Go Aggies! There he is, Danny hey, Sprinkle, hundred wins in his career as a head coach. Which, uh, again, it's just a remarkable number. As quick as he's been able to accomplish that, and uh, notch up. Uh, that triple digit. By the way, just trying to get a quick update on the San Diego State Colorado State game. Um, it's over. Colorado State beats San Diego State, 79 to 71. All right, we're going to have Great Osseboard joining us as Utah State gets the W tonight, and the Aggies get their 19th win of the year. And uh, off we go. we will slide you over here, Great. Throw that headset on. I know you're already sick of talking to me you talking to me at the coach's show. It seems like all the games we're talking, but uh, thanks for doing this, man. Is no, sure. Utah State gets, again, 19-2 and on the season, and great Osibor pours in 31 points, 13 of those free throws from the free throw line. Did you know you were living at the free throw line as much as you were tonight?
4: I expect most games I'll be living at the free throw line, to be honest. Like, I'm a very physical player. I'm going to foul people. They're going to foul me. It's a game, you know? So it's just a matter of me knocking them out. Could have done a little bit better today, but we'll take it. Next game, I'll shoot better.
2: Hey, I thought you did a good job. It was fun to see you get to the foul line. We were actually uh, – this This is the fan of me. Or I'm asking, you know, what's the school record of free throw attempts? And uh, you got close. You didn't quite get there. But um, – What you know, was it? It's 22, 22 attempts. So there you go. You're three short, but uh, but that's okay. There will be a lot more games to play. Um Yo, know, what uh what stood out for you about this game? What is something that uh you were you were impressed with, that that you guys did well? What what is something
4: that you guys thought you needed to clean up? So obviously the like the one of the best three point shooting teams in the Mountain West, right? Mm-hmm. So the coaching staff made a big like big emphasis for us to like, okay, we're gonna take away the three. And we gave up a couple early and then, because spring call the time all oh, yelled at us and were like, alright, let's lock in. And then once everyone said, All right, we're gonna do our part the fact that everyone can just buy in and be like, okay, we're going to shut that down, and then it happens, just speaks volumes of our team, you know.
1: You, uh, I, I, you've been around Coach Sprinkle for a while now. Yeah. I've, I've only spent one year with him, but that was as animated. I've seen him on the sideline in a game all season long. I, he He said he didn't like the energy out of the gate. He, he was really coaching hard throughout the course of the game. Uh, what was the message at halftime because i know that first half didn't go the way you guys would have liked you still had the lead at halftime but you could tell there was a lot of things he really wanted to work on
4: so he wanted us to get to the free throw line he felt like we weren't being the aggressors and he he hates that like he doesn't want you having the back forever so he just said like if we're going to do anything second half we're going to be set the tone physically and be the aggressors and we came out and did that
1: talk about the uh some of those outlet passes didn't quite go the way you'd like. What were you seeing there? Or kinda of give us a story
4: on those. It was okay, I'm not gonna say it was Ian's fault. But <laughs> he looked to me and I threw the ball and as I threw the ball he turned around. So then he he doesn't have a clue that the ball's in the air and obviously I turned the ball over and I had six today, and I felt like, okay, four of them I'll take. The other two, you know. <laughs> it, is it, is. it was
2: a joint effort on the other two. Uh, yeah, we had two. Darius threw one ahead to, to Martinez as well that he wasn't looking. Um I'll be honest, I ran that position. I'm always looking for the ball. And so uh, maybe he needs to come hang out with me for uh, – it'll take me about five minutes to, to emphasize that fact, that you always want to look for the ball. But, um, hey, one other thing that stuck out to me was, look, you rebounded. Okay today, you had seven rebounds, but you had some, you had teammates, Darius uh, came in, had a double-double with rebounds, ten rebounds, Mason Fossil finished with with eight. How much does that help your team when they come help you rebound?
4: For sure, you know how the coaches are, you, you have emphasis, you write down on the ball before the game and what you want to do, and he told them, like, yo, there's a, there's a team that shoots the ball a lot from three, so there's going to be long rebounds. I need the guards to rebound today, and big credit to D.B. Mace, like, they took that to her, and they're like, all right, we go aboard. No, nah, they might have stolen a couple from me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't can have 10 boards every game, so we will be fine. Yeah, now you're starting,
2: starting to sound like Ty Wesley a little bit <laughs> as we steal, steal the ball from him. Um, one more question I had about Isaac Johnson. Um, we were commenting that he, he's gotten a lot more physical and playing a lot better. Is that because he has to battle against you in practice every day,
4: or is he, uh, where's, where's that a, a extra aggressiveness coming from? I'd like to think I helped fish, you know. <laughs> I like to think that going against me, prepares him for situations where the other guys maybe not be as physical as I am. But big credit to Isaac, bro. Like he's he's a pick and pick and pop guy. So obviously his first nature isn't to be like aggressive and like bumping all the time. But the coaching staff have harped on him to be like, yo, we need you to be physical. Mm-hmm. And after the New Mexico game, the strides he's taken over the past three games have been big time. So I'm proud of him.
1: So. Utah State has beaten San Diego State here in this building Mm -hmm. several times. They've beaten them in Mountain West Conference championship games, but they have never won in the Mountain West Conference in San Diego at Viejas. Mm -hmm. Um, You obviously know the history of that program, the success they've had. What does the mindset need to be for you guys to go down there and get the win coming up on Saturday?
4: You know, we have to take the day off tomorrow, so we'll take a rest day tomorrow. (laughs) And then we we'll come coming on Thursday, have a really good day of practice, and then we'll leave Friday. Prepare ourselves mentally. We're gonna lock in on scout, and then we're just gonna play our game. No one has to be special. Everyone just needs to come in and do what they do. You know, love it. We've been talking way too much. I'm gonna let you go, man. For sure, thank you. You're very the much. best. Appreciate there he man. is.
1: Great Osabohr awesome tonight. You. Utah State gets the victory, 82 to 61. Those conversations brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life. Great Osbor, our Everlight Solar Player of the game. We'll wrap things up with J.C. Carroll, get you ready for that San Diego State game next right here on the Aggie Sports Network. Your Aggie Game show brought to you by... Our good friend, uh, Farm Bureau agent, Brandon Jensen. Give him a call, 435-752-4800. It's your future. Let's protect it. All right, well, the Aggies protect home court tonight with a victory over San Jose State, 82-61. to Aggies now get set for a showdown as they will square off against San Diego State coming up on Saturday. It'd be great to see this team. And, of course, this would be the team to do it, to go down in San Diego and get a win. But uh, anytime you play the Aztecs, you know you're in for a battle. But... Here's your standings right now, Utah State seven and one in Mountain West, New Mexico six and two, Boise five and two. Um, Aztecs five and three, Wyoming five and three. Wyoming's in there at 5-3. and three. Cowboys aren't messing around. No, they're not. As they as they came here, I was at the game uh,
2: in person when they came here, and I, I thought to myself, oh, this is a Wyoming team that's down, Wyoming yep. team that's not. Uh, I guess give the coaches and, and kids credit for battling back 5-3. and three. It's a whole new season once conference starts. It really is. And they, they've taken it to heart you know five and three really
1: playing well in conference well jc this was fun man appreciate you hanging out with me
2: no thanks for thanks for your patience thanks for being kind with me and it's fun to come sit and watch a basketball game and and talk a little bit about it um oh i I forget how much i love this game
1: yeah (laughs) no yeah i it's it's i gotta imagine it's difficult is this your first or no second full year being away from is it second full year being away and uh yeah, it's tough. I come here and,
2: and sometimes there's a big part of me that's like, Oh, I I wish I was still doing this. I wish I was still doing this, but hey, I made the decision. Turn the page and uh you know, come enjoy, watch other people do it, take take some time off and uh Teach my kids how to play basketball. Coach those girls. Coach those girls up and uh, just enjoy the game from a different perspective.
1: Well, you killed it tonight, man. Appreciate it. And if uh, hopefully Spencer takes some more nights off here in the near future. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Big thanks to Alex Napoli back in studio. Big thanks to everyone listening. Utah State gets it done, 8261. Remember, coming up on Saturday, it'll be a big one. Utah State, San Diego State, Viejas Arena as uh, Utah State still trying to hold on to that top spot in the Mountain West Conference. Utah State. The victor, nineteen and two on the season. Again, special congratulations to Danny Sprinkle, win number one hundred on his career. And uh how about this? Started his first year was sixteen and fifteen, then thirteen and ten in his first two years. But his last years, last three years, twenty seven and eight at Montana State, then twenty five and ten. This year he's off to nineteen and two. You get to a hundred wins pretty quick when you can string together years like that. Yeah, he figures something out there after those first two years. Yep. Um
2: I I need him to share that secret with me. See if I can figure something
1: out and win a few more games. Love it. That's awesome. All right, we'll be back with you coming up on Saturday.
0: You've been listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. On the Aggie Sports Network, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Rubies. Home of the Aggie Coaches Show, SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, reach your financial goals faster. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Beaver Mountain, come ski the beam. Smiths, proud partner of Utah State Athletics. Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zion's Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zion's Bank is for you. Stokes. Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. And by Ford. Build Ford Proud. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation on the Aggies Sports Network.